0: Welcome, welcome, everyone. You are listening to Energy Matters, and I am your host, Caroline Rutterman. And we have another great show for you today. We are here with Sara Lee Hofrichter, um, who is a uh, who works with crystals, who's a Reiki practitioner, and does sound healing. Uh, so, welcome, Sara Lee. Thanks
1: so much. Of
0: course, of course. Um, so, tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you do in the Pioneer Valley.
1: Great. So um, my story, I feel, starts many years ago um, as a teenager with acne. And you're probably wondering what that has to do with anything. But um, that started me on my alternative path because traditional um, options weren't helping me. So I ended up becoming a holistic esthetician based on that experience. And, And have been able to help um, others heal their skin from the inside out. I worked at Kropalo for 15 years as one of their lead estheticians. Um, And and after completing several facials, my clients would say, oh, sorry, I'm going off on this story. So I'm a holistic esthetician, certified in Dr. Hauschka treatments. I also am a vibrational therapist, and do um, crystal sound and energy work. So Lovely. I'll stop there and, and tell the story <laughs> afterwards.
0: <laughs> well, you've got our attention now, so you, you must continue.
1: Okay, uh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. It's, um, it's, it, the story is kind of, a, um, as everyone, a guided story that led me to where I am now. So here I am learning more about alternative healing. I became a holistic esthetician. I recognized the the connection between the gut and the skin and how inner healing has to take place for the outer healing to happen. So I started doing treatments as a facialist and um, consistently my clients would get off the bed after a treatment and say, whoa, that was so much more than a facial, which ended up becoming my tagline. And so it started it planted a seed of curiosity within me saying, what is this so much more that everybody's talking about? And that got me down the path of exploring energy because what I was doing was I was doing energy work and I wasn't even aware of it. Um, so that led me to my studies and becoming a Reiki master. And so I started to be able to work with energy more consciously, as I was doing my skincare treatments and started doing energy work as well. Um, now, when you when then, you say that
0: you were doing energy work without knowing it, when you were doing facials and working mm-hmm. as an esthetician, what does that mean? What do you what do you mean that you were doing moving energy without knowing it?
1: When I touched people, there was an exchange of energy. Um, they felt it, and I felt it. And even though I'm the purpose was to help them with their skin, there was more going on. Um, and that's what I learned throughout my, throughout my studies that there's so much, people might come in thinking, well, oh, I need help with my shoulder. But if you delve deeper, there's often something else going on that they don't, they're not even aware of, that they are holding fear or that something else is needing to happen. So this energy work was going on without me being conscious of being able to work with it.
0: Do you remember at the time feeling that the energy itself was moving? Or was it more from how people were responding to you?
1: I'd say at that point, it was more how people were responding. How How they would, at the end of each treatment, they would they would often say something else was going on there. That was so much more than just a facial I love that mm-hmm.
0: so what what inspired you to officially kind of start learning about the movement of energy and taking Reiki workshops was there a moment or were you just like I just gotta do this
1: um I can't r- really say there was just one moment but again it was this buildup of continually hearing that and being curious okay what else is going on and And I'd say after so many years, I've been doing, um, I've been a holistic esthetician for over 22 years now. So at some point, my interests um, probably started to, to um, expand. And that started me down this other path that I feel like I've been on now for a while.
0: That's really great. Um, So and so you have, you kind of on your website, um, which is saraleehofrichter.com you talk a lot about how you have this, this, uh, this kind of three-point way that you do your healing with the, with the crystals, the Reiki, and sound healing. And um, I can see your crystal bowls that you have here, and they have really beautiful little wooden stands. And um, how, did, how did the three modalities really come together for you?
1: Yeah, so if you don't mind, I'm going to continue with my story. Of course. So after becoming a Reiki master and started doing um, energy work, I, um, oh, at some point, I decided to take a spiritual journey to Brazil. Um, I was ready to expand um, in all areas of life. I just was looking for a quantum leap. And so I did this trip to Brazil. And when I was in Brazil, there were healing crystals everywhere. And I started um, having healing. healing Every other day, I would have a crystal healing session. That and I came home really with a nice. Bunch of crystals. <laughs> I know. It was amazing, really. Um, and it's not that I was never aware of crystals. I have always um, had an attraction to sparkly, shiny things. But now... Um, the the crystals were just calling to me. And so that was my first experience having these healing um, treatments with crystals. And so I came back from Brazil with a bunch of crystals and I started working with them with my skincare clients and then also with my Reiki clients. Um, And I started developing a relationship with the crystals, an intuitive relationship and um, this just so beautiful as an aesthetician, as a, the aesthetics is important to me. So just, I really love the looks of crystals. Yeah. Do you um, have any particular then, crystals yeah.
0: that, uh, what were some of the early crystals that you, uh, that you started working with?
1: A beautiful organized system of crystals that I use during treatments. And then I also um, sell crystals, uh, individual crystals and have developed um, I birthed these whole crystal grids and Oh, that's a whole a subject that maybe we'll get to at some other point. Um, but so here I am starting to work with the energy and the crystals. And I still felt like there was something missing for some reason. Um, and I didn't know what. And one day I was in a Facebook group um, looking at some posts. And somebody started talking about Have you checked out so and so's website? She's offering. Ask a question and she'll answer you for $18. And her answers have been spot on. And then one by one, a lot of people were writing in, yes, that's she's incredible. I can't remember her name, unfortunately. But um, so out of curiosity, I went to her website, pulled up her website, and immediately I saw energy healing, crystal healing, sound healing. And the bells just went off in my head. Oh my gosh, that's the missing piece, the sound healing. It was like this holy trinity and that was what I knew needed to um I needed was the next path of my journey to learn
0: I love when you have those moments where it's it's just Mm -hmm. so it's yeah like the bells going off it's like yeah of course your heart beats and yeah there's there's just something
1: that's like that's the way very serendipitous it was all just guided there yeah
0: and so how when you're doing when you're working with clients and I know that you also do group uh group sessions as well when you're working with in the kind of healing capacities, how do the three work together
1: yeah so i I have a basic outline of of the treatment however as um it really is individualized. So whatever that person needs, there might be more sound or there may be more crystal work or there may be more energy work. So it really is a fluid treatment. What I have found pretty consistently, and it's not something I really even wanted to do necessarily, but I start most treatments um, with a foot soak. And what I found is that so many people really what they need is a safe place to quiet their mind. They're so in their head, and a foot soak is a really quick and easy way to get someone out of their head, to draw the energy down, and um, to move it down into the feet and ground it. So I usually start each treatment with a sage. I'll put sage in the water and do a foot soak, and then um, do is some fresh work or dried on herbs it. or something. I'm sorry. No, it's actually a, a Dr. Hauschka product. It's um, called Sage Bath. Gotcha. And um, then I'll do a little work on their feet, just to really, again, um, assist them in, in getting out of their head and into more into their body. Um, and so then I often will um, start by balancing their chakras. In um, their organs and their systems using a pendulum and some crystals. Oh, and before that, while they're soaking their feet, um, we talk about intention a lot and the importance of having clear intention. And once the I help the client get clear about what their intention is, I'll put together, either with their assistance or intuitively on my own, a crystal grid that I set up and put under the bed so that that's working in the room under them while we're having the treatment. And I'll either put at that point crystals on the body if it's called for, or just go into the balancing of the chakras and the organs and the systems. And and during that, um, I will use often the crystal singing bowls that I have are um, based in the chakras, the chakra crystal bowls. And they're each toned to the different chakras and each um, are the color of the different chakras. So as I balance each chakra, I will tone the crystal, the bowl for that chakra. So that's one way to start explaining how the crystals, the sound, and the reiki all work together. Um, um, and what else? as and, you're yeah. as
0: you're working, kind of, so you kind of you have people soaking their feet with a with a sage oil you have people, you have set up a crystal grid underneath the bed, you have, uh, you know, these kind of different um, systems that are in place to kind of hold the space. And intuitively, how, how do you find when you know that a chakra is balanced? Um, how do you know, what's your process when you're saying, oh, okay, like, I, I think that this crystal needs to come into play? Um, what does that process look like for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, with the with the chakras, I use a pendulum to start um, and that tells me based on its swing when things um are complete if when the the balance is complete. so I'll hold the pendulum over the chakra, tone the bowl, um, and when the 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 pendulum stops swinging is when I move on. I um also intuitively. Um, get a hit of when to hang out in a certain area or when it's completed. So I, I don't know how to explain that other than I just get a, a sense of when it's time to move on. Yeah,
0: that's a perfect explanation. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. <laughs> <laughs> and so what kind of things when you're working with crystals, with sound healing and um, and with Reiki, how do you, what do people, um, what are you often working on? What do people come in to get healing around? Hmm. Um, or maybe I should reframe to... that. What are some of your favorite things to work on?
1: Okay. Um, I don't know that I have favorite, but um, like I said, a lot of people oops, come in thinking that they need one thing, but really what they need is just a quiet, safe place to let their body start to relax and and then innate healing can happen on its own it's not a lot that has to that I need to do it's not that I'm ever doing anything I'm just a conduit but the body really has um an amazing ability to heal itself and it when given the proper um situations. So I find so many people just need a quiet space um, to relax and let their body start to um, find that place on its own of where it, where it needs to be to heal. I hope that answered the question.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm a firm believer that our, our bodies know how to heal and come, you know, get back into balance. It's it's like if we just can let go of some of that resistance and let our mind relax a little bit, we can facilitate those. Um, so it definitely sounds like you're facilitating uh, that relaxation so the body can do its own thing.
1: Yes. And, you know, many people come in with specific issues. Um, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank, whether it's a physical issue or an emotional issue or a spiritual issue. Um that that intention is held during the treatment but like i said spirit knows better than i so they may come in a client with a uh, hip problem and i my in my ego self could say all right i want to put my hands on their hip and i want to put the tuning fork on their hip or whatever crystals on their hip But like I said, spirit knows better than I, and I'm just the conduit. So it may be that their shoulder needs to unlock before we get to the hip. So I just put my hands on and let the energy move through me and go where it needs to go, trying not to direct it as best as possible.
0: That sounds great, and I know that you said you were you were open to doing some some crystal uh, crystal bowls with us today. Do you have any recommendations about um, ways that people can kind of sit comfortably and prepare themselves for for a little mini sound bath that you're so generously mm-hmm. offering
1: for us? Oh, sure. Um, well, as best as possible. Certainly, if you're driving, not, don't do this. But if you're at home and can sit comfortably with your feet on the ground and just start to pay attention to your breath and start to take some deep breaths and really let your body relax, feel any areas of tension, or even maybe you want to set a healing intention right now. If you, there's something that um, you would like help with and just state that aloud or to yourself. And I always say, when playing the bowls, um, try not to listen just with your ears. Try to let the sound, try to hear the sound in your body um, and not just with your ears. And so, Caroline, how long should I play for? Let's
0: start the... Let's start the healing whenever you're ready. Um, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Energy Matters. We're here with Sarah Lee Hoffrichter, who is a, um, a crystal worker, Reiki practitioner, and sound healer. Um, but yeah, you can. I would say maybe when we'll do like five five minutes. Does that sound sure. about right? And if you feel inspired to go a little bit longer, um, that's that's fine too. Okay,
1: I'm gonna start. So. Get comfortable. Like I said, feet on the ground if possible. If you're driving, please do not do this clearly. Um, And close your eyes and take some deep breaths. And I have this little, what I call a tinkerbell that I love to start. And it always, I envision um, sprinkling, it's like sprinkling fairy dust on you. And just start to let your body relax. Here we go. I hope you can hear it.
0: And Sara Lee is currently um, going to, she's reaching, she has this beautiful uh, display of crystal healing bowls, and they're all in different colors. There's a gold, a silver, a purple, um, from what I can see. Uh, so it's she's-
1: the colors of the chakras, so you're just not seeing the lower ones, but it goes red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple silver and gold and it's not just the seven chakras it's the eighth one the high chakra as well so it makes a full octave
0: and it looks like you have the red the red singing bowl in your hand
1: I actually it's just the stick oh. <laughs> I, I will bring it so I have the oh, I'll zoom explain view about the bowl I'll explain about the bowls after I play them because okay. there's more to talk about sounds good we- so get comfortable everyone uh-huh. going to play the root chakra now. So really feel your feet on the ground and ground the energy out the bottom of your feet.
0: That was lovely.
1: Oh, good. Good. So you can't see the bowls, but these are called practitioner bowls. Um, They're made out of clear quartz. And um, as you can see, if you were here, you could see the handle is clear quartz. They're all in wooden boxes that have been made purposely for this set so that I can play them as a sound bath. I can sit with them around me and, and play them as a sound bath. But they're practitionerables in that I can take them out of the box with the handle and then come right to the bed and play them over the body of my clients. Those
0: are really, really beautiful, and they, they for the the listening audience. Uh, they look like they're almost a, an oversized goblet when she's taken them out, mm-hmm. and they have a nice stem. But there's no uh, the base is the, is the wooden base, so it has to be sitting inside of the the box or on mm-hmm. top of it. Um, those are really beautiful. So sarah Lee, what did you just do? Can you can we talk about this for a minute?
1: <laughs> that was really. I
0: had a moment where I was like, oh, I feel like I just need to like have a have a little cry. Um, but yeah tell tell us a little bit about um um about what what yeah, what happened
1: Sound has the amazing ability to um, to help bring harmony to areas of disharmony to so consider your body. Everything is vibrating. All, everything in our in our body, all our tissue, all our bones, all our atoms. Okay. And so, if there's an area of holding or of trauma um, where energy isn't flowing properly, by the the sound has the ability to project the corrected frequency, so that your body can find its way back into harmony, back into balance. So. I just was intuitively playing the bowls and it will hit different people in different ways. I hear you say it, you felt like it hit something within you that makes you wanna cry and somebody else might feel elation or somebody else might feel agitation. Um, It's really just goes where it's needed um, and does what is needed to help bring balance to your entire being.
0: So we we know it's working if we we feel any kind of shift whether it's impatience agitation elation sadness any of that stuff is is a whole range of emotion that we might feel.
1: And you may not feel anything, and it doesn't mean it's not working. Really, um, some people just aren't in touch as in touch with their bodies, and doesn't mean that something's not happening though.
0: Absolutely. So, um, so that's really, really cool. And so when did you, have you been playing these both? Are you a musician? Is, is that, is that in tandem to doing the, uh, the sound healing work?
1: I would not call myself a musician at all, but I have, I had up until January, I'd been singing in an all women's acapella gospel group which really helped me to find my voice. It's not that I'm a great singer at all, but it really did help me to find my voice. Um, I've played the piano in my life and do a little bit, but I, I'm not a musician and I don't think that that's so important. Um, you know, if if I wanted to play in harmony with other musicians, that might become more uh, of an issue. But um, at this point, that's not my vision.
0: Absolutely. Well, it's nice, you know, for for folks who might not have any kind of background like myself in in music or a very strong background to be able to you know pick up these bowls and and explore from there. So, um, so tell us a little bit about how. So, I know that you also have, um, you have crystal, you have videos where you do uh, crystal healing and sound baths, um, online that people can go back and reference as well, right?
1: Yeah, so, um maybe three years ago, I started doing year long series of video each month. And I started with a crystal of the month one year. And then I moved into, I, I spent this summer, a crazy summer birthing this whole um, creative idea I had about these crystal grids. And I worked with someone at UMass who made, Oh, Oh, I was going to show you, but I, I forgot I'm on radio. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who made these beautiful uh, out of wood, um, grids sacred geometry grids um and then i took various you had mentioned what do people come to me for this this kind of goes back to that question i took various um things that people would come to me for whether it was i need better sleep or i'm stressed out or um i mean i have heartache and i turned it into the positive and Researched and intuited what crystals might be beneficial for these different so-called human conditions, and put together a, a, about a dozen different grids, um, whether it be for joy or for um, abundance. Um, gosh, I'm blanking out on different ones. Protection, and um, and really, and put together everything you need: the instructions and the, the crystal pointers and the the pyramid in the middle, on how to um, be able to work with the energy of the crystals on their own with these grids. So that was really a beautiful uh, labor of love. Um, so that was the second year. This year, I've been doing a series on the chakras, a journey through the chakra. And each month, I we talk about a different the, the uh, chakra, and I play the corresponding bowl, and I talk about what crystals might be good for that chakra. Um, and then on the first Saturday of the month, I offer a free chakra healing where people um, from their own home just meditate uh, for a short while while I do work on the chakra. Um, is, that done, so is that done live? It is not. Um, I am not doing that live right now. Um, and how can people find
0: uh, or how can people connect with the, the first chakra, uh, the first uh, that
1: event? That event. So I so I've been doing this series mm-hmm. on a different website I, in an attempt to get some more exposure. I um, have been doing the series on the um, the website called Elephant Journal. However, I decided and it goes out the first of each month. So I just made the the next video. We're at the we're at the heart chakra for June first, and I just made the video yesterday. And I've decided that um, I'm going to just post it on my own website instead of going through the other the other websites. So they can come to com and to my either there's a um, there's a video tab and there's a blog tab, and um, you can go read anything I've written in the past or. Go to my video um, section, library, and and you can find it
0: there. Great, yeah, I I watched a couple of the videos that you had, and they were really nice introductions to uh, the each individual chakra, and you know it really kind of gave you a really uh, a nice overview of what that area represented, and then you got to hear the the vibrational um, alignment afterwards, and they were they were great little ten minute videos. So I, I. it was super fun introduction and and uh, learning alongside that.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad. I have been. I get such. I get positive feedback, and it makes me want to continue to do do them. Even though it's not easy for me to do, I, I just <laughs> I figure it out somehow. Because I'm not a big, huge computer person, but somehow I, I I've been doing it, making
0: it work. You're bringing these making uh, it work. these you know, traditions and healing arts, uh, into a a new platform.
1: And, um, this just came to my mind. I'm sorry, you didn't really ask me this question, but, um, I'm not able to see clients in person right now. So it's, um, and I don't really know, I, I don't have the vision of, of what the first steps of opening up again is going to look like, but I, but I do offer some distance healing if that's of um, interest to anyone. I think that's still a bit of a mystery to people: is how can healing occur when when we're not in person? Um, so I feel like that takes some education still on um, you know in the world of spirit, time and place have no meaning really, and it's only the limitations of our mind that that prevents. Real miracles uh, from happening more often. So it's in that world of um, no time or space, no limitations that energy can be transported um, long distance. And when when you're doing mm -hmm.
0: distance work with clients, are you watching? the energy move on their energy field in any way or are you doing your thing and setting the intention for, uh, the, the healing to occur? How does, how does that work?
1: Yeah. I'm not so much, I don't see the energy as as some people are able to do that. I don't see it so, so much as, um, either feel it or just have a knowing a sense about it. And I don't set the intention. It's that I have the client, um, set an intention and send it to me and then work with their intention. Um, And there's a few different things I can do. I can set up a crystal grid. I can set up a chakra um, diagram and work on the chakras. um, And or they can send me their name and address or a picture and I can just work with that
0: that's lovely it's nice to be able to have those options and you know even though we can't even though we're physically distancing from people um just knowing that we still have that availability of um maintaining balance and being supported by by others by so many different in so many different ways so i'm I'm glad that you're adding that to the mix because that's Mm -hmm. you know the the vibrational healing is incredibly important
1: I agree. And I think, I think more and more, you know, we we've been in our homes for months now and our energy inevitably is probably a little funky. (laughs) Um, So whether it's clearing the energy within the house itself or our own energy. And I think as we start to step out a little bit more, um, it's, it's a good thing to pay attention to is how we move forward in with more balance and,
0: and ease yeah so i know i know that you work with individual clients with your vibrational healing do you work on a planetary level as well do you work with the collective because i know that you do you do group healings so do you mm. do you zoom out and work with all of humanity or mm. with the whole pandemic or uh with you know our, our planet earth um do you do any of those kind of uh healings as well
1: Yeah, um, I have had some gatherings, um, group gatherings, whether it be I tune in and sense the the group energy collectively is needing support um, in one area, say, dealing with fear. um, We could work on that. And I have um, this beautiful uh, er crystal, an earth um, that's made out, each continent is made out of a different crystal. And I'll put that in the middle of the circle of the group and so that we can always send energy to the Earth, Mother Earth and the Earth in general and whatever might be going on or if there are people that need help. Um, so, yes, I can, that does come into play, not always, but if that's the intention of the, of the gathering, for sure.
0: That's fun yeah it's it's really i I love doing kind of work on more of a meta level, so i was I was curious mm-hmm. if that folded into your practice in any way
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I've done some i think you had mentioned that you saw <coughs> photos of of yoga mats and um, me with the crystal bowls. I've done a couple of collaborations with yoga teachers and um, where we the yoga the, practi- the yoga practitioner will. Um, have the people move through different poses to either correspond with, if we're doing a chakra gathering, say something that will help open the chakra and that particular chakra and I'll do the bowl. Um, or yeah, I've done a few different ones. Um, it's been a few, it's been a while. So my mind isn't fresh on that, but that is something that is, um, is great to, uh, to do with other people within a group setting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Do you are those regular offerings? I mean, I know everything is pandemic world right now. So things are extra quiet. Is that a regular offering? Or is that more of a a special event?
1: Um, I was trying to do one offering a month. And to me, that is a special event. Yeah, so both are true. It's um, but yeah, during this time, it's a little crazy. So um, I'm, haven't taken up the whole zoom thing and tried offering things at zoom every once in a while the spirit will move me to do a little like uh i did an earth day sound healing um and i set up the bulls and did an earth day sound healing so um every once in a while that will happen but right now i haven't been doing any group events now, I hope to. I hope to again soon, though. Yes, some, I know.
0: I know. I feel like I'm, I'm also ready. I mean, safely, I want everything to resume safely. But I'm also like, oh, I miss, I miss being in my office and seeing people. And yeah, mm-hmm. I, I hear you on that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, can, can you do sound healing on yourself? Can you do crystal grids and set up um, a treatment for for yourself? Or do you typically offer those for other
1: people? I definitely can do them for myself. I, I'm, um, it's very different than receiving it, for, you know, from somebody else offering it. But um, oh, I work with crystals on my, with myself a lot. I always have some crystals beside my bed or under my pillow or in the car with me. Um, the sound, yeah. Just this morning, I was doing some sound for myself. Um, my husband has been benefiting a lot from pandemic because I've been giving him up up until a few weeks ago, I've been giving him a treatment each week. Um, so just to keep my connected. uh, Yeah. How does your,
0: how does your husband respond to the healings? He finds it very
1: relaxing. I would say he, he is very relaxed by it which is the comment most people, when they don't really know what's going on or if it's overwhelming to put into words what they're feeling, most people will at least say that was so relaxing.
0: Yeah, because it's, it's a strong, it's a, it feels so strong when your mind calms down for a little while and you're like, oh, this is what peaceful feels like. <laughs>
1: really and that and and often people will feel more tired afterwards because once they start to open that door and their body starts to feel oh my this is what what it's like then it wants more
0: yeah so how how do you communicate with your your intimate partner you know because sometimes we um we're in relationships with people who as we're kind of exploring v- different vibrational healings um how did and it sounds like you had a very long journey um from you know from doing skin care all the way into kind of having this this uh, this trio of vibrational healing with the reiki um the sound healing and the crystals how how do you communicate with your partner about these kind of things was was your partner really open to it was he was he like patient but you know like I don't know how. How did that fold in for you?
1: It's an interesting question. I'm curious um, uh, where, why you're asking that, but that's beside the point. I'm asking because I'm nosy. That's why. Yeah. No, I was wondering. I, it makes me go to what. I wonder what's going on with you. Um, Single. So, <laughs> okay. My husband is very. Um, he's a very spiritual guy. We um, and he is very supportive. So it hasn't it hasn't been a stretch to say i want to do this or that he he just is along for the ride and is very supportive of wherever i'm going and very open to receiving whatever i have to offer so it has not been an issue but um i i fully trust that i wouldn't have been with someone who wasn't like that and i i assume the same not assume i I hope the same for you that that you'll find someone where this is the the way of life if it's important to you and it won't be an issue
0: yeah yeah well it sounds like you know if if your partner is spiritual he allows you to to grow in that direction as as you will
1: absolutely yeah yep it's a supportive process
0: that's great well and that's like kind of what you were talking about before too is like you know that healing takes place when you feel safe And when you have a container to feel like you can let go, it's, you know, it sounds like it's kind of the same thing in your relationship. True. It's
1: true.
0: So how does, um, how does somebody go about finding more about your work and, and how can, how can people uh, find a little bit more about you?
1: So as I said, I have two branches to my work. What we're talking about today, my website is, um, saraleehoffrichter.com I know that's a mouthful and my skincare care uh, website is innerhealingouterglow.com um, I like yeah, that you can inner s- healing outer yeah. glow yeah um, and you can start there and I'm happy if you have any questions after reading more about me or what I do or after today's interview I'm happy to answer any questions if you want to contact me via, e- via email or
0: phone do you, do you fold in any of the sound healing or the crystal work with your skincare work?
1: I did originally, and I do a little bit if I know the client and they're asking for something particular, specific. Um, in the beginning, I was looking for a way to kind of merge it all. And um, so I would, I actually, I think the offering on my skincare website right now is crystal healing for the skin and it gives a bunch of different crystals that are helpful for skin care um however somewhere along the path it became clear to me that they were that i needed to separate them that my energy was kind of moving more in the direction of wanting to do the vibrational therapy so i've made kind of this separation and Again, I might do a grid under the bed for a longtime cl- uh, client who's a, coming for skincare, but I kind of been keeping them a little separate. Um, a new a new interest of mine um, that I was going for a training in March for right when everything's closed down. I was going to be going to Florida to do a Tuning Fork training. Oh. Um, I know. I'm really excited about it. I, I'm hopefully going to be going in September. And the reason I'm bringing that up is um, there's a, a what's called a boot or a foot that can be attached to the end of the tuning fork with a crystal on it that is supposedly beneficial if you massage it around the skin. It can be helpful, with different crystals. I don't know if I'm going to go that route, but... Um, that, that came comes to there's definitely ways I could incorporate the two together
0: and yeah and I think that that's one of the beautiful things about doing any kind of vibrational therapy like you know I'm I'm also a Reiki master and it's it's interesting because I feel like Reiki can fold in with everything it just Pretty has much a beautiful, seamless way of folding in with any of our interests, whether, you know, I mean, across the board, it's it's so fun. And it doesn't have any, you know, like kind of dogma attached to it really. So it's, um, it just, it flows like water.
1: It's beautiful. And one of the very attractive things about it for me after doing skincare for all these years, and it it involves like different machine like the steamer and the magnifying light and the hot water and the compresses and the product and with reiki it's like all right here i am here's my hands and that's all i need it was like i took away all the towels and everything it was very easy um and in clear for clean for me to be able to do. And that's what I loved about it. That's why I said, I didn't really want to do the foot. So, cause that brought the water back in and the towels and everything and the product, but it was, it's what I found people needed. But um, I love the simplicity of just wherever I am, I could be, you know, I several times it, it's happened where I out for out to eat and somebody fell and I run over and I say, I'm a, I can do Reiki on you. Would you like it? And I'll put my hands on them and they in, instantly feel better. So it's just so portable. Yeah. So easy.
0: Yeah. That's, that's also one of the reasons that I, I love that you describe it as portable. It is, yes. it's like anywhere that your that your hands or your feet or your eyeballs go, you can, exactly. you can bring that uh, you can channel that energy with you.
1: Right. Right. Which is when I think about reopening after this whole shutdown um, you know, the energy work just feels so much easier to do in my mind than, than thinking about the facials. And I'm going to continue to do the facials, but it just seems so so much more involved with um, having to sterilize this, that, and that, and that. Just the, the Reiki and it just seems easier.
0: Now, where are your uh, where are is your office located?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, I work out of my home, so I'm in Amherst, North Amherst and I've turned a bedroom into a treatment room, and um, there's potential for me to start doing treatments in an office in Hatfield if I'd like, if I don't feel comfortable having people come through the house um, starting, but right now that's where I'm working is in my home. Um, This has really brought to light the need and the desire for me to build a separate treatment space somewhere here, whether it's above the garage or out right back, that ha- that um, I can see people without them coming into the house. And that's been a vision of mine for a while. It just feels like more of an urgent matter right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know everybody's, I think, trying to figure out creative ways that they can uh, reintegrate safely and, and make it all uh, work again in some way yes where do you see clients um my office is in downtown northampton uh right on Ah. center street so um Mm -hmm. i'm on it's in the central chambers building right above the Mm -hmm. iron horse right above gazebo um i'm on the the fifth floor up there
1: gotcha okay good
0: Yeah. yeah yep so it's it's really nice we have an elevator access and um you know that's there's there's a yeah, there's kind of a nice, um, a nice integration between, but I've had, I've had my office um, at my home when I've had Reiki students there, um, you know, at at various points. And, you know, I think that there's, when you have a long career, uh, there's sort of an adaptation of whether it's in your home or your office, or, you know, having it out in a field or with horses, or, you know, however you kind of uh, do your work, there's, there's always going to be some kind of, adaptation to what works for you at that time
1: right I just had the vision this morning oh I on nice days I could just see clients out in the backyard why not why not
0: yeah and all the sometimes you might get like a gentle misting that comes down and Mm. really nature gets to play uh with with the body during that time so you know outside Mm. sessions are always fabulous
1: nice yeah
0: yeah absolutely um well sarah lee thank you so much for coming on the show Uh, do you have any last words of wisdom as we're kind of coming to the top of the hour together anything you want to throw out into the universe
1: oh um just what comes to me right now off the top of my head is be kind to yourself and um, self-care is so important always but just feels like right now just Be kind and gentle to yourself and we'll all find our way through opening ourselves back out there and feeling safe again. And I really miss seeing you all in person and really look forward to being able to um, be together again. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much
0: for, um, for sharing your story and some of your skills in that beautiful sound bath. Um, So if anyone is just tuning in now and wants to go back and listen to that, um, the shows are always available on reikinorthampton.com backslash radio archives. um, And also on uh, if you're a podcast listener, anywhere that you get your podcast, um, anywhere that you download podcasts, uh, you can you can find the Energy Matters podcast um, and the show will be up uh, next Friday. So, um, yes. Thank you so much,
1: Carolyn. I really look forward to meeting you and seeing you in person at some point.
0: Yes, yes. I feel the same way. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so um, have a great weekend, everyone, and be well.